Welcome to Real Black Content is Foreign Podcast. I'm definitely happy to have you guys here. This is like the living room, man. The living room, the barbershop. This is like um, sitting in that couch in the south. You know, when you see those old timers, man, they pull that couch out, they put it in the alleyway, or they're like uh, put it underneath a, a shade tree, and they just they have great conversations, right? Well, <laughs> we kind of do that on Real Black Constant Form Podcast. So, again, of course, you know, this is Big VJ checking into the family. It's political season, right? It's political season. It's almost election time. Local level. National level, right? It's it's really gearing up towards the national level. So, you know, we really got to pay attention to who we vote for, what prosecutor we put in office, what judge we put in office, what mayor we put in office, what president we put in office, right? Today's conversation is going to be Most black people are born conservative, but vote Democrat, but vote liberal against their own interests, or should I say, our own interests. Like, why do we do that? If you look at the like the political climate, it looks like everybody that's black is voting Democrat. <laughs> it's like everywhere you go, I'm like, it can't be 91% of black Americans all have the same values. Like, that's impossible. Like, I just don't. Something else is going on. So, um, in today's conversation, I'm not going to, like, um, speak too much about candidates. and um, I'm not going to talk much about what policy came out that helped the black community or hurt the black community. Hopefully in the future we're going to have that conversation because that'd be that'd be a great startup conversation about going over policies and saying, well, this did that, and then this turned into this. And, you know, that's always, like, one of the greatest conversations you can have when you talk about politics. But before you have any type of discussion... You always have to have a foundation. Politics. This is the definition I'm using for the term politics. Politics is the science of governing people. That's all it really means. It's just a science and a technique on how to govern people. United States Incorporated is a capitalistic society. Okay? So, a good definition for capitalism is is when someone, a private owner, preferably, owns the land, the tools, and the resources And they use other people as labor to enrich themselves. Right? So again, capitalism is is when someone owns the land, 
the tools, and the resources. And they use labor, a.k.a. people, a.k.a. employees, to enrich themselves. So we got politics, and then we have capitalism. And the way capitalism works is somebody got to be at the bottom. Right? Someone has to be at the bottom. But the definition of politics is it's the science of governing people. So politically, you're really figuring out who's going to be at the bottom in the capitalist society. Let's talk about some values. There's a short laundry list of um, core values by two different political parties in the United States I want to go over. Core values, right? This is what determines what you can self-identify as far as politically who you are. Now, there's very in-depth views and opinions about national affairs, international affairs, foreign policy, and we're just going to talk about just some domestic basics about when someone says they're conservative and when someone says they're liberal or they're Democrat, what what did that actually mean, right? We're going to go over a few issues that it, it determines, like, whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right. You know, right meaning Republican, conservative, the left meaning Democrat, liberal, right? So we're just going to go on the left first. We're just going to talk about views and values of the left. This is important issues. When someone says that they are Democrat, right, that means that they're typically pro-abortion, right? They agree with long-term welfare. They don't believe welfare should have uh, a cutoff. You know, as long as you need the assistance from government, you should receive it. They are against the death penalty. They are for good public school education. They're for civil unions, meaning LGBTQ marriage, right? They're for embryonic stem cell research. They're for big government. They're for amnesty and gun control. Because you can always depend on the police. And if there's something more severe that the police can handle, you have state militia. So being that we have these two entities on standby, we need gun control. Every private citizen don't have to walk around with a firearm. It's not necessary. This is what this means to be on the left. Right? It's it's a few more issues than that. But this is the foundational roots of when someone say they're a Democrat, this is what they're talking about. Now, I can stop right here and say it's impossible for everybody, all 40 million plus of us that live in black America. I would say out that 40 million plus, let's say what? Uh, let's say 17, 18 million is voting age. Out that 17, 18 million. It's impossible for 90% of us to always 
vote Democrat to support these values. We're going to go a little bit more in depth. Well, let's just talk about the right. Let's talk about a conservative, right? A conservative is someone that is against abortion. They are for short-term welfare, meaning that welfare should have a cutoff. Nobody should be on the system 15, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. It shouldn't take that long to get your footing, right? So short-term welfare is the answer. Most conservatives is for the death penalty, right? If you do something extra and you go over the top in your criminal activity, you might need to get the juice or you might need to get the chair, either or. School vouchers. Marriage is a traditional man and woman. That's it. That constitutes the definition of marriage. A man and a woman. Adult and umbilical cord only. Small government. Legal immigration. And second amendment. Meaning every private citizen should own a firearm or they have the right to own a firearm and they should own a firearm, right? So these are like the big issues from the left and the right. Now I'm going to nail it down just a little bit so we can really kind of like speak in depth about Democrat or Republican. Now we know, of course, there are other political parties out there, but we're talking about the one, the two main party system for the most part because when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, when you're talking about who runs Washington, it's going to come down to the Democrats and the Republicans. So we're going to discuss that right now. When you're voting, right, you're selecting a public servant to further your interests, to further your values, meaning that if you are a Democrat, You should be able to write those values on a poster board and stand out in the middle of the street because these are your values and hold it up for everybody to see. Right. It'll kind of look like this. Right. Let me show you an example. If you are a liberal, that means that you strongly support liberal core values. So you can stand out in the middle of the street and hold up a sign that says, I'm pro-abortion, I'm pro-LGBT marriage, I'm pro-big government, I'm pro-amnesty, I'm pro-transgender recognition, I'm pro-gun control. You should literally be able to stand out on the street and hold a sign up like that. The problem is, though, I've been a black American for quite a long time. <laughs> As long as I can remember, I've been a black American. I don't know if it's just the city of Detroit where I'm from. I personally, though, right? I don't know that many black people with these values. And it's kind of like weird to me because you're voting for a party to strengthen these values. But you don't have those values yourself. And we're going to get down to the bottom of why is it like that a little later. But 
I just don't know that many people that have these values. I don't know that many people that can stand out on the middle of one of the busiest streets in the city of Detroit or Cincinnati or Chicago or Philadelphia or Atlanta or whatever like Democrat in the city you can think of. And they will hold a sign up saying they're pro-abortion. You know why many times that black women submit themselves to abortion? Because black men ain't standing tall, that's why. They're scared they're going to be left alone. That's the reason, though, for the most part. That's all. It doesn't have anything to do with a financial setting. Because if it has something to do with a financial setting, now that really wouldn't make sense. Because how could you have a party that support abortion and then illegal immigration at the same time? Because they tell you as black American women, well, if you can't afford this child, you know, you shouldn't have this child. You can't afford the child. And then in the very same breath, they would allow illegal immigration, which is an immigrant who may come over with a wife and a bunch of kids. And they don't even have the funds to go through the process the right way. But they're going to transfer their entire family across a border and go into a new country where they cannot even afford. <laughs> they can't even afford to really be there. I hope you guys see what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't really make sense how you can support illegal immigration, give these guys amnesty, and support abortion at the same time. LGBT marriage. Yeah, we have individuals in our family that live certain lifestyles. But I don't know nobody that support LGBT marriage. Not black Americans. I know a lot of black Americans tolerate LGBT marriage and behavior. That's something very different than supporting it. When you support something, that means you stand by it, you honor it, you want to see it can strive and get stronger. In other words, like if you had a um you know, if you had a son in high school and you took him to the basketball game and you say, Yo, son, that point guard on the male basketball team, he might go to the NBA. You should ask him out for a date. Does that happen? That doesn't happen. When you support something, that's like, like for instance, I support the idea of going to work and taking care of your family. <laughs> like I support this idea. So since I support this idea, this philosophy of work will get you ahead. Then everybody I come in contact with that if I have an opening at my place of employment, I say, yo, we hiring over here or let me know if they hiring over there. Because, see, I support work as a means of getting ahead and getting materialism in the United States of America. If you support LGBT marriage, well, why don't you set up your son with somebody from the basketball team or the chess team? Right? This is no strike about anybody that lived their life. So I'm just saying it's a difference between supporting something and tolerating something. If you don't support it, then why do you vote Democrat? It's a reason why you go in those booths. You go by yourself. Nobody can see who you're voting for. It's a reason why they do that.
And it's amazing when you really start talking to your people and you start saying, yo, they say, yeah, I vote Democrat. You say, yo, man, you for abortion? Man, you got five kids, man, three different boys. You got five or six kids, three or four different baby mamas. You for abortion? <laughs> How does that work? No, no, I ain't for no But they don't know what that means. I'll tell you what it means later. I'm going to explain what's actually going on later. I don't know that many black Americans that's for big government. This is the easiest way I can explain big government. This is the easiest way I can explain it. When you get your paycheck, do you say, I wish I had more taxes taken out or I had less taxes taken out? When you get your paycheck, if you say, I wish I had less taxes taken out, that means you're for small government. That That means you don't want more of your funds to come out of your paycheck to go fund some program that you don't know what's... Nah, I'd rather just get all of my money myself that I work for. But I don't know, again, that many black Americans that slobbering at the mouth of big government. Like, I can't wait to pay more taxes. Like, I don't know it. But if you vote Democrat, they have no choice but to create these programs, and the money gotta come from somewhere because, see, federal government don't have any money. State government don't have any money. They get the money from you. You're the taxpayer. So when they're going to come up with these programs, that means you got to pay more to fund these programs. Amnesty. Allowing illegal immigrants to skip the head of a line of a process and just get citizenship. I don't even know black Americans that's, that's concerned about illegal immigration. I don't even, our people just not, we ain't really own it like that. So how could you vote for a party that's strengthening something that you really, really don't care about unless you like live in L.A. Where the black and brown relationship is not the best. See, in the city of Detroit, southwest Detroit, we call that Mexican town. And um, I, I'll let you in on the secret, right? I'll tell you something I noticed. When I went to New York... And I'm talking about like black and brown relationships. When I went to New York, black and brown relationships is pretty cool. Right? But it gets kind of weird because the further you go west in this country, it gets worse. So again, I'm in New York. It's good there. Like black and brown is good. I went to Jersey City, Jersey. Black and brown relationships is good. You come to Detroit. Black and brown relationships is good. Like we're one and the same. When you get to Chicago... Stop making a little change. Stop being a little different now. It turns a little bit. It's not not so much the same. You know, you just got, now you got ethnic gangs. Now you got black gangs. You got Latino gangs all of a sudden now. When, as soon as you hit like uh, Chicago. Now it's kind of like that in New York City now. It wasn't like that back in the day though. But it's kind of like that now too. But the, still the relationships is good in New York though. And then when you get to L.A., deep west, it gets real funny. Like when I was on East L.A., <laughs> like I can remember when I was on East L.A., I didn't know that I didn't supposed to be on East L.A. Like I just didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. Amnesty, though. Immigration. Legal or illegal. Just give them a pass. 
amnesty. Transgender recognition. That means that you're going to recognize someone how they feel as law. Even though they could be something else, you're going to recognize it like it's law. If it's a grown man, the grown man say, hey, I feel like a woman. You have to now put on your thinking cap quick and start relating and kind of changing around your personal pronouns because you want to be able to make this person feel as comfortable as they are being a man saying that they feel like a woman. Gun control. Um, gun control is kind of like... Um, it's like a phenomenon I've never seen before. Everybody in the city have a scrap. Everybody. You're for gun control? How do you guys vote Democrat if... You know, I just don't get it sometimes. But these are values. And if these are your liberal core values, you should be able to put them on the poster board and stand out in the middle of the street. Shout it to the world. Funny thing is, man, I tell you, I've been a black American all my life, brother. I haven't seen it, man. I haven't seen nobody that shared these real core liberal values. Let's take a look at some conservative values, though. When it comes to conservative values, the first value is going to be anti-abortion. Now, I'm going to hold black conservatives to the same measuring stick I'm holding black liberals to. See, if these are your values, you should be able to put them on a poster board and stand out in the middle of the street and you support, not tolerate it, Support the values that go along with the party. I'm okay with holding up a poster board that says I'm anti-abortion. Traditional marriage. I'm okay with holding up a poster board that's saying I am for traditional marriage. Small government, which means when I get my paycheck, I don't want more taxes taken out. I want less taxes as possible to come out my check. If there's something that's going to be needed, I should be able to fund this program myself as a private citizen, but I can do that if you give me all my money. I can decide which program is going to win and what's not going to win by donation. I don't need the government to select programs that's going to be good for the people. Because the problem is, when the government creates a program for somebody to get on them, the people could never figure out a way how to get off of them. So I'm not for I'm not for big government. I'm for legal immigration. Meaning, as a citizen of the United States of America, everybody should be counted for and documented, and they should be able to know your whereabouts. If you're for illegal immigration, it's like you're allowing invisible people to run around in your house. Invisible people to run around in your city. Invisible people to run around in your state and in your country. Like, you can't keep a tab on invisible people. Because they can do things under the radar, but they're invisible though, right? Also, I'm for non-transgender recognition. 
I can put that on the poster board. Yeah, I'm okay with walking around with that. That means that if you got if you're a man and you got a male principal, you're just going to be a man. Unless you go have a surgery or something like that. If my wife and my mother-in-law or my mom or my big mama, if they go into the restroom, if you go in behind them, we're going to have a problem. We're just going to have a problem. If I go to the high school and my daughter and all of her friends, they run into the bathroom to have a makeup break or a powder break. And a grown man walking behind him because he feels like he's a woman too. We see we're gonna have a problem. See, I'm not I'm not for that. But I'm okay with putting it on the poster and holding it out in the middle of the street. I'm for gun rights. I'm for owning the firearm. Right? I'm okay with owning the firearm. I'm okay with all of my neighbors owning firearms. Because this is the way we can actually keep our own community safe if we all got straps. Now, these are conservative values. Here's the thing, though. Most black Americans that I know, they're all really conservative. They just don't vote conservative. Because... Liberals have figured out a way to play the personality game with black people. And they're going to play the personality game with our people every election. Because that's the only game in town. Because they know your value system is going to be more conservative. Because your grandmama and your moms took you to the church house when you was a kid. And that reinforced some of these values. They took you to the church house. They took you to the mines. They took you to the synagogue. And you're really conservative in values now. They know that. I made a statement on my podcast before. Listen, y'all. When you see Reverend Jesse Jackson and Reverend Al Sharpton, you're looking at a hustle in progress because it's impossible to be a Democrat and a Christian preacher at the same time. It doesn't really make sense. (laughs) It's like it just cannot happen. The value systems is too different. So when they get around our people, when I say they, I mean liberal. See, they don't talk about values. They talk about personalities. So you got an election coming up. You know what they talk about? Trump's a racist. And then before then, Bush was a racist. And then Bush 1 is a racist. And then Reagan is a racist. And guess what? The next Republican president after this election is long gone and it's in the books. He's going to be a racist. And then the one after him, he's going to be. See, that's the only game that they have. Listen, black America, just get it in your mind. White people are racist, period. I don't care if they're liberal or conservative. It doesn't really matter. Some people are going to be born with some prejudices. Some people are going to be born with racist tendencies. That's a reality. But, see, when it comes to political, though, right, 
it gets expanded. Right? It it gets it gets really expanded about someone being a see all these conservatives are racist. I watch Shamika, right? Go down to the corner store and buy that hair from a foreigner, right? Get those nails done from a foreigner, right? You know what I'm talking about? I seen Jamarcus go down to the Stone Grand River. To the foreigners, you get them some gators. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know those people don't like us. We give them the money anyway. And it's weird that when it comes to politics, this is when black people choose to play. I don't want to support these people. See, they're racist. Don't support the racist. You support your own values. Your values. That's why they put you in the booth by yourself, like I said before, and you vote by yourself. You're supposed to vote your values. Not, well, I, this don't really bother me, so I'm going to vote this because this don't really bother me. And See, that's the game we start to play with ourselves. Oh, see, this don't this don't really bother me neither, so I don't care how people live their lives and um, I'm going to vote this way because that don't bother me. No, it, it don't supposed to work like that in politics. They're not voting you know, nobody, none of your ancestors died for the right to vote so you can go to the ballot box to make other people feel comfortable. You have a value system. I know as a black American what you are willing to put on the poster board and stand out in the middle of the street of. I know. Everybody knows. You live one way and you vote another way. And you wonder why the neighborhood looks like it looks. <laughs> so listen, you know, this is just something I want to have a quick conversation about because I want to get the values things down. I think it's important that we talk about the values. You know, it's not about who's at the top of the ticket because whoever is at the top of the ticket he or she have to push certain values. This is why, you know, when you go to any Democrat convention and they talk to our people, they never talk about the values. They talk about every, really what they really do is they, they play this like victim mentality game with our people. But see, I'm, I'm going to let you in on the tip and then we're going to close out this video, right? I'm going to let you in on the tip. The most important thing for black Americans to see is this. Donald Trump is a racist. You know why? Because he's running on the Republican ticket. That's the only reason why. If he ran for Democrat, the media would spend millions of dollars to clean his image up. How do I know this? Easily, they're doing it with Joe Biden. I don't care if he wrote the crime bill. They're doing it with Kamala Harris, too. Prosecutor, how many guys got shot out there in San Francisco and all the policemen walked? <laughs> She's the best that they could do. Okay. What's the other guy that they had from New York? Um, Bloomberg, right? Mr. Stop and Frisk. 
See, a lot of these guys' policies, man, they hurt black and brown people all the time, over and over, over and over. And the reason we don't say nothing about it, because the liberal media have painted a picture that these people are our friend. They play like our friend, and then they make laws and turn around, it's going to hurt us. Joe Biden, in his, listen, Joe Biden, and I, I don't want to talk about policy much, though, but I will say this. Joe Biden, in the crime bill, him him and uh, Strong Thurman, they put together, the size of a quarter, right? If you got caught with a piece of crack cocaine that was the size of a quarter, you got mandatory minimum sentencing of five years. Hillary championed it. Her husband signed it, put it in the law. Senator Biden put it together. Crime bill. Now, he got some help from the Congressional Black Caucus, though, to put that in place, too. Dead black Democrats also. So you look at Detroit and you look at Chicago. You look at Indianapolis. You look at Philadelphia, they all being ran to the ground. The only inner cities that's able to blossom and grow is the inner cities that's in Republican states. That's why San Antonio is going to always do well. That's why Houston is going to do well. That's why Austin is going to do well. This is why Charlotte, I mean, I... I went downtown Charlotte, man. That city is on the rise for real. Columbia is going to do well. Atlanta is going to do good. Birmingham is on the rise. It's not a coincidence. Memphis is on the rise. Everybody works at the FedEx plant when you go to Memphis. Like it's on, <laughs> like it's on, like you can actually just see what's going on. It, it doesn't really take a rocket scientist to put it together. But I, I want to talk about politics, you know, during another conversation. But it's just something to consider. What values are you voting for? Right? It's funny, but it's not funny. I see our people. Policemen shoot down someone, and we protest, we protest, and we march. Then you turn around and you vote Democrat. That's big government. Why would you vote big government and these police departments belong to the city, which is part of government, and then you turn back around and say, we wanted to fund the police. It's not making sense to me, man, but we, we're going to learn, right? That's why all of our people, when they came off the plantation, they was conservatives. And then the conversation went from policy and values to personalities. So now you vote in personalities that you like. And then you wonder why. When that personality that you vote in, they start pushing things contrary to your value system. But you like them. Peace and black power to your family. We're going to start talking about politics a little bit more, right? Because consciousness means you got to be aware. And if you're aware of some information, you got to have a conversation with your brothers and sisters. And you know, everybody can share this information, right? Until next time, man, it's Big VJ, man. Get it with you guys later. Peace, man.